And good evening. Welcome to Bizberg. I'm your host, Sam Seipel. Glad that you could join us this evening for another great edition of Bizberg, where we have the opportunity to really drill down, if you will, kind of peek behind the curtain of so many great organizations throughout western Pennsylvania, notwithstanding our guest tonight from Geneva College, the president himself of Geneva, Dr. Ken Smith. Dr. Smith, welcome to Word FM. Thank you, Sam. Nice to be here. Been looking forward to this. Yeah, likewise. Uh, you know, Geneva, has, of course, has been a, a stalwart name in Christian education uh, in the region for for many, many years. Actually, Geneva is what about 160, 163 years 163 old. Years year. old. That's right. that's mm-hmm. a, a great, longstanding tradition. And again, there's so many, uh, thou- literally thousands of graduates uh, throughout the greater Pittsburgh area, throughout the world, for that matter, uh, that can attest to what a Geneva College education is. But um, in this particular day and age, I think uh, Christian colleges stand in a unique position in society, in a society where uh, morals, if you will, and, and it's kind of an everything-you-can-go attitude in higher education seems to be prevalent. You know, we hear so many right. horror stories about mm-hmm. students, even Christian kids, coming out of high school and they go off to college, and four years later, they've walked away from their faith, their parents are like, oh my goodness, what happened? <laughs> what happened to my Johnny? What happened to my Susie when they went to college? They got more than an education. Um, but Geneva almost stands in contrast to that, don't you? We think so. Yeah. We think so. We really do believe that that 18 to 22-year-old traditional time is is a uh, formative and sometimes scary time of life. I'm sure you remember your own yeah. uh, period of time uh, back then. Uh, it is a time for, for students to question what they've been taught. And that's an appropriate thing to do. Uh, for many young people, they are seeking to make beliefs and, and, and develop a world system that is their own and not one that's just handed to them. So it's critical that the people who are helping them walk through that process uh, know the Lord and, and guide them in a way that is going to be consistent with the things that they already know to be true. Mm-hmm. It's too easy uh, to slip, especially at this time where, I, again, I say rightfully, students are asking. They're, they're saying, do I really believe this for myself? Mm-hmm. And, of course, we want the answer to be Yes, yeah. and so we support that. Yeah, right. In, in contrast to perhaps uh, secular institutions or where where you have professors who aren't merely just neutral on issues of faith, but actually antagonistic, uh, th- this is almost uh, uh, you know a, a breath of fresh air for for a Christian student or parent that's saying, I don't I don't want to have to sacrifice my Christian beliefs in exchange for an education. Absolutely, Sam. I think that's one of the things that I wish more Christian families and, and parents in particular understood. There tends to be a sense or an understanding that secular education is neutral, and it is not. Uh, I, I do this carefully, and I recognize that this is a radio show, but on, uh, on occasion, I, well, my preference is to refer to it as pagan uh, education, not secular. Uh, secular assumes that there's no religious perspective, and, and we would argue that no, that every institution has a religious perspective. The question is, do you pursue the, the true God, or do you pursue false gods, which is the real understanding of uh, paganism? Mm-hmm. And if, so if you set yourself up as God, that's, that's wrong. So much of education today uh, really has uh, an underlying uh, premise that is, that is false. 
And I think that's what really distinguishes Christian education from other types of education. Yeah. We believe that there is truth, it's a God-ordained truth, and that any education that is not built upon truth, no matter how good technically, is still missing something critical. Mm. And I'd like to talk about how that actually plays out in the classroom, in the various majors, and also in student life. We're going to take a break right now, and we are talking with Dr. Ken Smith. He's the president of Geneva College, a Christian College of the Reformed Tradition located in Beaver Falls, Pennsylvania. You can check them out on the web at www.geneva.edu. And when we come back, like I said, we're going to drill down on what that Christian worldview has to do with education and the impact that it has on a student's learning and life. When we come back with more on Bisberg on 101.5 Word FM. Thanks so much for tuning in to 101.5 Word FM. You're listening to Bizberg. It is our chance to uh, really uh, dig down and get to, to know some of the fine organizations and businesses in western Pennsylvania, including a long, long-standing one here in uh, nearby Beaver Falls, Geneva College, a Christian college of a liberal arts tradition, but also of a reformed tradition. Now, w when we say reformed, uh, Dr. Smith uh, is the president of Geneva College. He's in studio with us. When we say of the reformed tradition, uh, that not only has implications for the founding church of Geneva, but when people say reformed, it's not necessarily denominational, but it's really more of a perspective and a, an approach, right? That's correct, Sam. It really comes from a, uh, a broad tradition uh, of understanding of the, of the historic Christian faith. The, uh, the college was founded by the Reformed Presbyterian Church of North America, and like many small colleges, was founded initially to, to train men for pastoral ministry. But very quickly, the college opened its doors to women, to freed slaves. It was very active on the Underground Railroad in the years preceding and during uh, the Civil War. Very much reflective of a Reformed perspective that says all that is was made by God, and he claims it all. So there's really no dualism between one's faith and all the rest of what is life. And so we believe that uh, Jesus Christ is king of all, one, because he made it, second, because he died to redeem it, and as a consequence, when he calls us to himself, that influences everything we do. So for me, first as an uh, international management consultant, then as an academic, and now as a college president, I have to do my work in obedience to Jesus Christ. And those who are involved in radio, those who are involved in business, those who are involved in studying sciences also have to recognize that Jesus calls them to obedience in those fields, mm. that there is no Christian ministry that is independent um, or separate from all those other things that we do. Right. So when we talk about a Christian education in the Reformed tradition, uh, it, it's not like, well, it's just regular plain old education plus a Bible class, or no, plus a chapel no, service, no, is it? Uh, but, but really, uh, Scripture and God's Word is the basis for all the learning that takes place in the various disciplines. Um, tell us about how that biblical view plays out, even in things like sciences or engineering. Well, I, I think if you begin to think about what education is, so much of education focuses on, on what things are, how things work, etc. Uh, and, and clearly you can see how in engineering, how in education, how in business, we can certainly look at what things are and how they work. But a Christian education goes beyond that and begins to say, well, 
why? Is there an ultimate purpose to all of this? And whose is it and for whom? And so I think that there's a, a, an added dimension, um, if I can, l- l- uh, if I may, let me speak to the business side, because I was a, a business student for, mm-hmm. for many years and then a professor of business. And clearly, if you come to Geneva College, you're going to understand accounting and you're going to understand marketing, uh, the state of the practice in all the tools and techniques for how businesses work. Uh, but at the same time, we believe that Scripture has something to say about the value of people. And that gets into what needs of theirs should we be meeting? Because why do businesses exist? Well, to meet a need. If they do it successfully, they'll earn a profit. But how much profit is just? And what do you do with those returns? (laughs) And how do you treat employees? And what is the purpose of auditing? Uh, Even auditing itself recognizes that man exists in a fallen state, Mm -hmm. uh, that we are sinners, that we will cheat if we think we can get away with it, and there is a purpose for accountability. Accountability, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, That that makes a lot of sense. But, you know, it really is more than just the curriculum, too. It really is the quality of the faculty at at Geneva, Uh, not only those who know and practice their discipline well and are able to teach it well, but they really do also model um, so much of that approach that, that you just talked about, about thinking critically, thinking biblically. Talk to us about the faculty at, at Geneva and what makes that so special. Sam, that is a, you, you are exactly right. Uh, one of the advantages of being a, a comparatively small college is that our students interact on a day-to-day basis directly with um, full professors, uh, faculty members, uh, you are dealing right with the people who have given their lives to really understanding this. Uh, we are spending a lot of time developing a concept that we call life-on-life learning, hmm. and that is a mentoring process. And from the humanities courses where we are dealing with ideas to the engineering labs where our faculty are engaged with robotics projects and building Baja dune buggies that will compete against other schools, uh, the faculty are, are playing the role of mentor. At Geneva, that mentoring role goes far beyond learning the content of a particular uh, discipline. It has everything to do with learning how to walk with Jesus Christ from an older uh, wiser, more experienced disciple of Christ. Hmm. And now with uh, Geneva being 163 years old, uh, wonderful tradition uh, and history that you're able to see out, I think particularly from your position as the president of the college, where you engage with alumni, where you engage with the graduates of the school who you have seen firsthand are living this out, making a difference in today's world, uh, not just earning a living, but um, doing so in a way that advances God's kingdom. Can you tell us a little bit about uh, some success stories of of alums and, and, and the impact that they're having in today's world, the Geneva grad? Well, let's see. I, I could we could spend the rest of the afternoon talking about success stories of folks who've had uh, been to Geneva and had an impact. Clearly, we have had a number of individuals who um, have gone through, and as the college was originally founded, gone into Christian ministry, specifically into into Christian ministry. Uh, I know a young man right now who pursued Christian ministry uh, and uh, was a pastor for a number of years spent some time uh, doing additional research work, came under conviction that the Bible has a lot more to say about ministry to the poor 
uh, and at this point is giving his time and energy to um, developing a low-cost housing um, alternative hmm. for the poor right here in the, in the Pittsburgh area. Uh, know another woman who came to Geneva College as an uh, individual who herself had disabilities, has uh, now started a company that is designed to um, help others with disabilities get an education, find job placements, uh, doing work, again, right here in the, in the Pittsburgh community. We could go on and on uh, with folks who have taken what they've learned. But Sam, as you started that question, uh, I want to emphasize that Geneva has an open enrollment policy. And so while all of our faculty are committed to Jesus Christ, we do not require a profession of faith for students to come to the college. And one of the most exciting things that I have learned when I get out on the road talking to former students at Geneva College is how many have said, I came to know Christ while I was at Geneva. In some instances, I came to know Christ after I was at Geneva, and then it all made sense. Mm. And those alumni have a much deeper sense of the call of God on their lives, regardless of what they're doing. Mm. Wow. So seeds are planted even in the hearts of those who may not necessarily be coming to Geneva because it's a Christian college. They may Perhaps they were coming to just get a quality education, but yet there's something life-transforming that takes place there, isn't there? There is. Yeah. There is. Wow. And again, it's not just necessarily for the traditional undergrad, the 18 to 22-year-old who's looking to get a four-year degree. Geneva has some wonderful... Um, uh, graduate programs, and also programs for the adult learner who perhaps is looking to finish that bachelor's degree, right? That's correct. Tell us about that. Well, we have a um, an adult degree completion program, which has been in existence for close on to two decades. I think we were the first program in the area, which is designed to take people who had some college credit, have worked professionally, and uh, help them finish that undergraduate degree. Uh, in addition to that, we have a number of, of graduate programs, some of them very traditional. Uh, we have a counseling program on campus. Uh, we have a, an MBA program, while it's cohort-based, very traditional in terms of its approach to graduate education. Um, whereas our MSOL program, Masters of Science in Organizational Learning, uh, cohort program designed for working adults. We have a graduate program in uh, higher education that is also designed as a cohort program for working adults. We uh, educate folks who are working at other primarily Christian colleges who want to be involved in uh, student development work and other aspects of academic administration. Uh, they come for several weeks during the summer but are able to do most of their work um, then back at their own institutions online during the school year. Mm. Oh, wow. A wonderful uh, array of opportunities for students to um, pursue, not only pursue the calling that they have on life, but perhaps even discern that calling. That's right. How many students just, you know, show up at, you know, they're 18, 19, 20, and they're not quite sure what they ought to be, want to be doing with their lives. Geneva helps students in that process, too, Yes, right? they do. Um, case in point, Sam is describing me. Um, <laughs> when I came to Geneva College, I knew that I was interested in business. I knew that I was interested in politics. I had no idea how those things were going to fit, and I had no idea until my senior year what it was that I thought maybe the Lord was calling me to. And uh, I was pointed in the right direction by faculty who loved me and cared for me and uh, gave me opportunities that I could not have dreamed of. Mm. 
That's special. And again, that that's uh, not only something that happens sort of uh, you know naturally, organically in the classroom or on the playing field with between coaches and, and players, but uh, you also really help students uh, help. Uh, discern what their gifts are, um, have a wonderful career placement uh, program at, at Geneva to, to really help kids steer and say, look, you know, here are the gifts that God's given you, and, and here are some career opportunities, and let's try to make that, see how that fits together, and here's the, the educational program that you need to get you from where you are to where God's calling you to be. And Sam, you're describing one of the key things that I think makes a Geneva education, a Christian education different, and mm-hmm. that is as we sit down with a student who is puzzled or curious or wondering um, what to do. Um, I, I, I think we do our young people a disservice when we ask them, what do you want to be when you grow up? I think the appropriate question to ask them is, what do you think God's calling you to do? Uh, and as soon as we ask that question, we can sit down and, and recognize that God is the one who gifts us in particular ways. Mm-hmm. And those very interests are gifts from his, and it's okay to explore those things. Uh, there's a sense that some people uh, have that I have to know exactly that precise thing that God wants me to do, and if I don't know that my beginning of my freshman year, there's something wrong with me. Mm. And I think that there are many, many examples of our alumni. There are many examples of uh, individuals in the Bible that were called by God later in life with some experience under their belt. That's when it really became clear. Yeah. And so what you really need to do during those critical years is get a very strong foundation, um, a set of skills, a, a, a perspective on, on Christ's kingdom and what he may call you to so that you're ready whenever that call comes. Well, if that doesn't uh, excite a, a student uh, or parent, uh, <laughs> I don't know what does. But there are some uh, real practical issues in terms of uh, enrolling at a college, at a Christian college, which by its very uh, nature is private uh, and can be expensive. So I want to talk a little bit about the accessibility uh, for students to achieve a Christ-centered education like they can at Geneva College. We're talking with President Ken Smith from Geneva College, and uh, you can check them out on the web at geneva.edu for more information. But we're going to come back right after this break and talk a little bit about uh, financial aid and how you can find out how perhaps uh, you can also benefit from that Christ-centered, life-changing experience at Geneva College. More to come on Bisberg on Word FM. So glad you could join us on Bisberg this evening, 101.5 WORD. I'm Sam Seipel, and in studio with us is Dr. Ken Smith. He's the president of Geneva College. And Dr. Smith, right before the break, uh, we were talking about uh, how exciting and life-transforming a Geneva College experience can be. But the reality is, with so many uh, colleges and universities throughout the country, the costs have really escalated. And people might be saying, boy, I don't know. Uh, that all sounds well and good, but is a Christian education worth the expense? Sam, that's a great question, and no doubt education is costly. Uh, but private education is typically more expensive than a public education, and we'd be the first to admit that. And so families do need to make prudent choices about how to, to use their resources and what they can afford. Uh, nevertheless, Christian higher education is typically no more expensive than other private college options. So I would not rule out Christian colleges on that, on that basis. And truly, at Geneva, we make every effort uh, to keep a Christian education affordable. We provide financial aid in a variety of different ways. Uh, we'd ask you to look at us on the web, come visit, so you have a sense of what, you're, what 
what we are. And, and, uh, but you do really need to fill out the application and get that into our office. Uh, over 90% of our students receive significant financial aid to come to the college. So looking at the uh, published tuition room and board price is not what, well, it's yeah. actually what very few people end up paying. Yeah, so don't uh, let the sticker shock right. dissuade you, right? That's right. Yeah. Um, but when you begin to ask if it's a good investment, clearly a good education that helps you uh, think and prepare for life of service is a good thing. But I want to turn it the other way around. Against the uh, against eternity, the cost of sending one's children to an institution um, that provides quality academics and discipline in the Christian faith is a great investment. Mm. As you as we spoke earlier uh, this evening, uh, the statistics of the number of young people who lose their faith during their college years are staggering. And Scripture is pretty pointed on this and says, "What does it profit you if you gain the whole world but lose your soul?" Mm-hmm. So, as you're doing your calculus about what is uh, a good investment, I would highly encourage you to consider a Christian education and also train up a child in the way he should go. And when he gets old, he shall not depart from it. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. So, and I like the way you put that. You know, the Christ-centered education and the quality of that learning, it's not a trade-off. It's not an either-or. It's the both-and of faith and learning. Exactly. We would suggest that you can certainly have a good technical education, but if it's not based on truth, something is dramatically lacking. Mm -hmm. We would recognize, too, that one can emphasize the faith aspects to the cost of or the detriment of academics. And, and that's a problem, and I'm afraid that some schools have gotten there. But at Geneva College, we are absolutely committed to a high academic standard, as well as a deep commitment to Jesus Christ. Well, Dr. Smith, thank you for putting it in that perspective and perhaps enlightening our listeners to what a Christian college, specifically one at Geneva College, is all about. But the reality is the best way for folks to... Uh, to find out is to come to campus, take a tour, sit in some classes, get to see the students, get to see the faculty in action and experience it for themselves. And they can do that by uh, calling the uh, admissions office. The toll-free number is 1-800-847-8255. Or, again, you can go right to the website, get more information, and uh, they'll put you in contact with an admissions counselor. That website address, again, is geneva.edu. Ken Smith, president of Geneva College, thanks so much for coming in today. Sam, it's been a pleasure. Thank Likewise. you. Thank you again, folks, for tuning in tonight. Uh, Hopefully you've been not only enlightened, but inspired uh, as we get to know a little bit more about fine organizations in western Pennsylvania, including Geneva College. Stick around. There is more to come. Bisberg is on uh, the web, also streaming live at www.wordfm.biz. I'm your host, Sam Seipel. God bless. Have a good night.